All right, everybody, welcome back, finally, to another episode of Grab Some Pine Meat. This is a podcast by two brothers who absolutely love the Giants. It's a fan perspective. It's by fans, for fans, all about the San Francisco Giants. And can I just say, before we get started, I am so excited that we're actually talking about baseball. I'm so sick and tired of news and politics and all the craziness that now finally we can watch some baseball here within the next week or so. I'm joined, my name is Jesse, and I'm joined by my brother Shane, as always. Shane, how's it going? In the squat. In the squat. I hope you're not in the squat (laughs) Uh, on this recording right now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just, yeah, practicing my catching. There you go. Catching form. You know, with Posey opting out, I thought maybe they'd need a... Hey. You know, a fourth catcher. You never know. Did you ever? Did you ever catch in high school? Uh, not in high school. No. When I was younger, I caught a little bit, but yeah, uh, it's it's a tough position, man. Oh, I'm sure. As a as a lefty myself, growing up, uh, they only let me catch one game when I was like ten, and I I'm <laughs> thankful I was born left-handed because I would never uh never sign up for that if I was right-handed because that is. You're right. It is brutal, but yeah, I mean, we could jump right in with Posey opting out. That kind of makes the catcher position really interesting um, now in this short 60-game season, and some of the names going for that position right now who have a wide-open chance for a job are the two two names, uh, first of all, that they brought in as potential backup pieces with Rob Brantley and um, Tyler Heineman. Tyler Heineman and Brantley both are switch hitters. Um, but a third name has kind of popped into the mix, and maybe even a fourth, um, but a third name of Chadwick Tromp. Chadwick Tromp is a name that actually has been talked about a lot lately, and I, he's a name that I wasn't really familiar with until this year, and uh, he's kind of a younger, he's 25, he's a younger option, but apparently he's impressing um, down in summer camp or spring training 2.0. Um yeah, I don't it know. Like he's tearing it up. Do you know if he um, has he been in the Giants system for a while? I had no clue who this guy was until real recently. Yeah, no, uh, I believe he came. Sorry, I'm trying to pull up his stats. I believe he came. I'm not seeing. Sorry, this is not working out very well right now on my phone. But no, I don't. I don't believe he was in the Giants organization. No, he was in the Reds organization, and okay. he spent. Um, he spent most of his minor league career yeah with the reds organization then he's this year signed with the giants was a non-roster invite uh, made it up to triple a with the reds a couple of times but has been up and down double a triple a high a um since he's been he's been in the minor league since he was 18 in 2013 um yeah and i mean yeah i've heard all good things about him um in the camp and his minor league numbers average sitting around 270 280 not a ton of home runs for him, but you know, seven, eight, nine, kind of that range, at least towards the end of his Reds minor league career. So yeah. potential pop there, but well, I've also heard that what I've heard of him so far in summer camp is that he's really good defensive catcher too. Right. And so he, you know, he brings that side of the of the game with him. But I don't know why we're wasting any time talking about these three guys. Yeah. You've got possibly the next best catcher in the big leagues tearing it up in summer camp yeah. and Joey Bart. Why are we even talking 
about him maybe not being on the opening day roster. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. Posey well, opts out. Bart should be the opening day starting catcher. Yeah, I would agree with that. And the frustrating part, at least on my end as a fan, is reading all these things that either Kapler or Farhan say, like, oh, we need him to develop more. We need this to develop. But then I read uh, articles and see videos that completely speak utterly, you know, way differently than what they're saying. And he's hitting bombs out to center field. He's hitting right, line well, drives the opposite field. And, and you've then got even, guys like go ahead, Hunter sorry. Pence. you got guys like Hunter Pence, Evan Longoria, uh, Buster Posey, these veterans that are all just rant and rave about how right. well he carries himself and how he plays. Yeah, and even, even his defensive side. Big league side. competition level, yeah. Well, and even his defensive side, I've heard a lot. That's the that's the one area they keep. Well, he needs to develop his catching. He needs to develop, you know, how to handle a pitching staff. Well, even from the day he was drafted, that was a highly talked about aspect of his game. And then even more recently, I've seen things and heard things of people praising him for that. So what is frustrating for me is that this is a completely seems like a completely uh, based uh, business based decision to keep him. Um, off of this roster they don't want his service time to begin yet because then they will um, have to uh, have a, con- a contract conversation a lot sooner than they want and maybe with the 60 game season they don't see it worth it as that counting against his service time but to me will it will it count for service time though i i that's it, what, usually it's like in a regular season you know like when chris bryant came up right the big news with cubs was they were waiting right. until i think it's middle of may Right. That um, that that you have to wait until that point if you don't want it to count as a full year of service time. Yeah. Um, well, maybe I'm so wrong. I don't know. But I what I believe I've seen and read and understand is that this season counts as service time because just due to the fact with all these contracts with players, you know, they were counting this season regardless of the length and even I think to the point of regardless. Uh, maybe not, obviously not for rookies, but for players in their contracts, regardless if there was even a season. So I believe oh, wow. that, yeah, I believe that for rookies coming up, rookies who play, come up and play this year, um, I, I believe they are counting this season as a full season. Now I could be, I could be wrong. I haven't, I haven't, you know, fully looked into that, but that's the perspective I have on it. And to me, that that seems like the only motivator in keeping this guy from playing because. If you compare him to the other catchers, is he better than Chadwick Trump? Yes. Chadwick Trump has been in the minor league since 2013. You know, okay, maybe he's a good catcher, but, you know, he, it's been seven years in the minors. You think if he was better than Joey Bart, he'd be he'd be knocking on the door uh, quicker than that. Is he better than Tyler right. Heineman and Rob Brantley? Absolutely. Those guys are career minor league backup catchers. Well, Joey, that's the thing. Those three guys all profile as backup catchers. Right. Joey Bart and then Patrick Bailey, who they just drafted. I get why he won't be on the opening right, day roster, right, right. but they profile as everyday starting catchers. Yeah. And so, and and yeah, I, I just don't get it. Bart, Bart, yeah, okay, he had a couple injury problems with his hand, but um, the the guy just continues to show like he's he's ready. He's totally ready. But um, unfortunately, I don't think we're gonna see him on the opening day roster. Yeah, I here's what I think I think is gonna happen. He won't be on the opening day roster, but I do think he plays this year. I think yeah. what happens is they run. I mean, I I, I mean I hope he- Heineman or Brantley or Trump 
you know, work out. I want the Giants to be competitive this year, and the catcher position is such an important position, especially when you have Buster Posey for the last 10 years. Um, you need somebody to step into that role. Um, but I have a feeling that we're going to get mediocre backup catcher stats out of that catcher position from those two guys, three, two or three guys. And at some point... They'll probably carry... Don't you think they'll carry three with the 30-man well, roster? at least to start. Yeah, at least because yeah. they're going to do 30-man for two weeks, then down to 28, and then down to 26. I wouldn't be surprised if they keep three catchers on the roster all the way through until they cut down to 26 players. Right, right. And so, as of now, it looks like it's going to be Brantley, Heineman, and Trump, but... Oh, man, I... Why not? Why not even carry Bart as your as a backup? Why not even just give him some at bats for his development's sake, rather right, than just playing a bunch him, of throw him in. Throw him in at the DH position, right? Even. Get him some at bats, you know. Exactly, yeah. at bats in a high level competitive game are better than what he's going to get in the Sacramento inter squad games between other minor leaguers. To get this guy right. some major league at bats, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's going to be a topic that's going to be interesting to watch throughout the whole season and and i mean i'm hoping he keeps tearing it up just to sit, just to make it so painfully hard for them not to put him on um maybe not the opening day roster but put, bring him up quickly because the fans want to see it buster posey's not playing this year we want to see the young guys I, i'm i'm pumped about seeing the young guys this year i want to see jalen davis who i actually think might start in left field on opening day i want to see I want to see Steven Duggar this year again get more time. Give him another opportunity in the outfield. You know, I want to see all these young guys who, you know, we have talked about that we've seen. I would love to see Elliot Ramos this year. Yeah, that, I, that guy's tearing it up too. I I think he's another one that they keep saying stuff about development, but I don't I don't see it. I I mean, sure are there are little things here and there that he needs to make adjustments on. Yeah, but right. You look at all these other teams in the league, and they're they're bringing these guys up, you know, at 22, 23. And Ramos is, he's a little younger, isn't he? Isn't he 22? I believe he's either 20 or 21. Oh, he's um, younger. Okay. He's young, But, yeah. I mean, if he's if he's ready, well, yeah, let the kids play, man. Let them play. Yeah, and I think, I think at least in the outfield, there's a lot of opportunity there. I mean, if you think about the left field position, that left field position continues to be wide open. Hunter Pence is going to play DH this year. He's I don't I don't see him having a ton of time in left. And so when they face left-handed pitching, currently their right-handed bat option for left field is Jalen Davis. Um, which great. Right. I want to see him get another shot. The guy tore it tore it up in AAA last year. Hit so many home runs, came up and kind of fell flat, but I want to see him get another shot out there. But other than that, I mean, against righties, you'll see Dickerson, but Dickerson has health concerns. Um, right. you'll see, I think he'll slot into the DH a lot too. Right. I agree. I mean, you got you off days. You got you in the outfield as an option, Duggar, Joey Ricard, but Ramos. And I looked at, he's 20. Ramos is 20. I mean, why, why not again? Just like with Joey Bart, let, let him play, let him play. Yeah. I think we can put a stamp on that topic with the young guys. Let him play. Let's <laughs> see him. Um, have, have you been, Noticing and or seeing on some of the reports what they've been doing with um, Dubon about giving him a lot of work in center field. Yeah, I mean, I think they're, I think he's going to be, you know, super utility guy. But I'm I'm getting the sense that he's going to spend a lot of time in the outfield. 
I mean, especially when they have guys like Flores, Sandoval, right. uh, even Zach Green, what's um, the uh, Yolmer Sanchez, Donovan mm-hmm. Solano. Like they have a lot of infield options. Um, right. So I could see, yeah, I could see them spending a lot of time in the outfield for sure. And yeah. when you you don't have that for sure center fielder, you know exactly. Billy Hamilton just came back. You know we've got Duggar, but he's had injury problems. He hasn't really proven himself at the big league level. I do think he'll get a shot and get some time yeah. there. Um, but I think Dubon pencils in. You know, at least part of the time he's going to be playing center field. I would think. Yeah, well, if you think about against a left-handed pitcher, you're not going to throw Duggar out there as a lefty. They're going to – Kapler's made it very clear that we're going to basically probably see a new lineup every single night. And um, so I could see a lot of times if um, against a left-handed bat, you know, maybe maybe Belt sits and they put Wilmer Flores at first. Um, they could put Yolmer Sanchez or Solano. Solano's been impressing a lot apparently during this stretch, and he had a great year last year. So I could see him being at second a lot with Crawford – uh, short, then I can see Dubon being put in center as a right-handed bat against a left-handed pitcher. And I think you need Yastrzemski in the lineup quite often. I think Yastrzemski can hit, will hit against I both. Think, I think he's the only everyday player on the lineup. Yeah, well, I mean, before his oblique strain, Longoria, too, um, will get was yeah. what they were saying, but I, I agree with that, yes. He's the only one that last year had such a strong, solid year, prove himself, had proven himself the entire year. And looking at this team, I think we're going to see, like I think Crawford's going to sit a lot against left-handed pitching. Belt, I think, will absolutely sit a lot against left-handed pitching. And he has the foot issue right now, so who knows if he'll even be ready for opening day. Um, Yeah, and and then with Longoria, I think he was going to get a lot of time, but now that his oblique has flared up, those things can linger, so we might see... I don't know. We might see a Zach Green starting at third base on opening day because right. it's going to be Kershaw. Yeah. You're not going to want to throw it. Well, or I guess Pablo. Pablo's a switch hitter, but he's definitely stronger from the left side. So, yeah. or even you know maybe they throw Dubon at third. Uh, I I mean that's the thing about the Giants this year, which actually I'm really excited to watch. Um, it's just the versatility, which is a kind of we're going to get a glimpse at the future. I think of what the Giants want to be. I think their vision for their future operations and and we've seen it the last couple years with their draft picks and their signings is they want versatility and so i think this year we're going to get a taste of how (laughs) versatile they possibly see themselves being in future years so i agree i think speaking of that what do you sorry go ahead oh i was just i was just saying i think i think you're right i think we will see dubon in in center and even other outfield positions as well a lot this year Speaking of versatility, what do you think about another guy uh, we haven't mentioned really, but um, seems to be doing pretty well is Will Wilson, guy they got in the yeah uh, Zach Cozart <coughs> trade. Well, first of all, I, I uh, think that trade was genius. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you basically purchased a first-round pick, but if you look at the value of, of the first-round pick, it, it was pretty worth it, um, especially if he pans out. Um, but for this year, I mean, again – under the mantra of let the young guys play, I really believe that. And especially if their season kind of goes downhill, um, then definitely let's let the young guys play this year. Um, but I, I think I think there's too many middle infielders right now on this roster um, for him to find a spot this year. Yeah. But I'm excited about him in the future. I'm excited just, just their 
their farm system in general just got so better these last two years. There's leaps and bounds beyond. So I'm excited yeah. for 2021, 2022 Giants baseball. It should be fun to watch as these guys come up. For um, sure. Another thing I'm curious to hear what you think about, with this short season comes interesting dynamics to how the game will be played. Um, you know, there's we can talk about all sorts of things like, you know, how long these pitchers are going to go. Is Johnny Cueto going to, you know, are they are they going to expect for the whole season starting pitching to go deep into games? Or are they going to, um, I know from the start, they'll most likely do a lot of uh, three or four inning guys. And, you know, Cueto okay. go four, then they bring in a reliever for two or three, that kind of stuff. Um, but as the season goes on, how are the starting pitchers going to operate? How's the pitching staff going to operate with 60 games? What What kind of... What kind of decisions are you making, you know, in-game decisions now that every game is almost like a playoff game? I think there's going to be a lot of things that change, but the one that stands out to me the most and that really angers me the most if it stays is the stupid runner at second base in extra innings. <laughs> I I think that is no the fan, huh? dumbest idea. <laughs> it takes it takes the game it, it it takes the game of baseball and turns it into something else. You have a runner starting at second base. Okay, the Giants have a huge advantage with this with a guy named Billy Hamilton. You throw him out there, boom, third is stolen. Now you hit a ground ball to the second baseman, the game's over. I think that's really dumb. I think that is really dumb. That's not baseball, but let's just say the Giants have the advantage with that rule. What do, what do, you, what do you think about that rule this year? So I'm starting to come around on it, to be honest with you. I, uh, what? At first, I... Yeah, at first I bristled about it. I was, you know, no, this stick to the. I'm a purist. This cannot happen. Mm-hmm. But you look across all the other major sports, and they have some sort of exciting element to extra playing time, whether it's yeah. overtime or whether it's uh, you know added minutes in soccer or whatever. There's a there's an excitement a element soccer, to it. Field goal, you know, right? Football to end the game. I get that, yeah. Right, well, or, yeah, and then in basketball, you know, you've got a five-minute quarter right. um, that you play, and, it, you know, it brings, brings this element of, of excitement because it's a shortened thing. And so I get I get what they're trying to do by put somebody, putting somebody at second. It You know, a lot of it has to do with the length of games and all that, but I'm kind of starting to look at it from the perspective of, of the excitement of that, you know, because say, thinking from the Giants' perspective, um, you know, if they're the home team and we go extra innings and the team they're playing, the away team, gets a guy at second, mm-hmm. scores the run, the Giants still have a chance to score and they got Billy Hamilton out there at second base. You know, walk off home run, drive in the run. It, You know, I still think these games, I don't think it's going to really change the length of the games all that much to be honest with you right i think uh you're gonna see some of that you know the away team comes up in the top of the inning scores the home team comes up they get their guy in, and it's tight again you know yeah. um right. but i but i am curious i think especially with uh you know i do think manfred in this you know his his uh you know group of clowns crazies over there <laughs> you know are, need to stop trying to mess with the time yeah portion of the game let the game be what it is let it play out um, right but 
but I, I think, what the heck, give it a shot. Um, I'm I mean, willing yeah, to be open-minded be, on it. It'll be interesting for sure. I think, like, Kruk, Mike Kruko has said this a lot in interviews, that he thinks this will bring back the sacrifice bunt, um, which has kind mm-hmm. of been put on hold just with the power surgeons and just the you know, the goal to hit bombs every time you step up to the plate. Um, you get a runner at second, get him over to third becomes a priority. So, um, you know, that might be interesting to see that return. And then I'm curious from a pitcher's perspective, how does that change? How does that change the way you pitch? How, how does that change? It's just interesting to me. Uh, 90 feet is a long way. So you get a runner from second to third. So are you picking off at second more? Are you, you know, just with the heightened pressure there and, you know, I guess well, you, you have to go three, infield in right away once he gets to third. Right. And with the three batter minimum, too, mm-hmm. you're not going to be getting, you know, righty-lefty matchups quite as much. Right. Like, the, advantage, you know. the advantage is definitely in the hitter's uh, side when it comes to that rule. Yeah. Um, and as a pitcher, I don't know how – I'm curious to see how that works out for them. And, uh, and um, it, it, my hope is that this, this rule – has a lot of issues this year and they go, okay, let's never try that again. That's my hope. Take it away. The the other rule that, um, I don't know, man. I think, I think the DH and the runner on second are here to stay. Unfortunately, I don't well, like, well, I hope, but. I hope the runner on second isn't, but I've actually warmed up to the idea of the DH. I know you know, kind of like <laughs> what you said, baseball purist, but, um, the more you think about it and you look at the numbers, the pitchers and their hitting has just been terrible the last few years. If the league was full of Bumgarners and Scherzers and <laughs> Grankies who can hit, this wouldn't be happening. But Bum, it's, it's Bumgarner and then a bunch of fourth graders hitting up there. They can't. They can't. I don't know. Johnny own. Cueto's pretty fun to watch at, at that. <laughs> He's entertaining, that's for <laughs> sure. And I get with the money that people that owners are investing in pitchers, like, yeah, you don't want your pitcher blowing a hammy or getting hit in the face or getting hit in the arm you know when they're up to bat so i get it i get it and it and it and it will create it will just create a different it's going to be a different national league it really it really will be but i think it's here to stay and because of that i think the giants have actually kind of i think they've looked into the future a little bit and have already made strides for that um you know like just even with the catcher the young catcher drafting joey bart and then drafting patrick bailey um, I can see right. them keeping Posey on the roster for a while. I, I, some people think, oh, next year will be his last year. I actually think the Giants will keep him as a leader, just the leader perspective. And he's a good, whether his bat stays or not, he's a good defensive catcher. I could see the Giants implementing like a rotation with those three guys at the catcher, first base, and DH positions. DH, I could see their, yeah. I could see a night where Posey's behind the dish, Joey Bart's at first base, and Patrick Bailey's in the DH or. Bart at DH, you know, just two, three years yeah. from now, po- towards the end of Posey's career. Maybe that's wishful thinking with Posey staying. You mean giant. Pence isn't going to be DHing in three years? <laughs> at age 40? <laughs> Come on. No, but I mean, just even guys like Darren Ruff going out and getting rough. <laughs> yeah. and they, I think he'll get a lot of time in the DH role. I mean, we, we I, I, I bet we see Pence first in opening day. Um, but I think being a right handed bat. I think he'll get a lot of time. I think he'll be. I think he'll be Dude, on this Ruff, roster. If Ruff keeps hitting the way he's hitting, uh, yeah, yeah, he's that guy's going to be in the lineup. Well, I mean, he was filthy in spring training. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. How hard he was hitting the ball to opposite field. Yeah, and I mean that swing works at Oracle Park now. 
Uh, right. Some of the videos I've seen, that center field looks short now. <laughs> it's three, yeah. 391 is pretty short for center. I mean, I know Triples Alley, 415. That's still deep. Um, but I think we're going to see... Well, I was watching some of the old games that they kept re-airing, or even on MLB.tv, you can go back. And I counted one game I watched. Um, I watched, like, two games. And in those two games, Belt hit, like, two or three, maybe even four uh, fly ball outs. That would be home runs now. To the warning track. At the yeah. park. So it's like, wow, Belt Belt can really benefit from them moving it up a bit. And same with guys like Darren Ruff with that up-the-middle approach, a little bit opposite field. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of home runs to center field this year. Um, and I think that will be fun to watch. All right, well, that's all the time that Shane had. Uh, if you're listening, uh, Shane had a takeoff. He was uh, recording during his lunch break. He's a busy, busy man. Um so I'm going to close this one out here in a second. Um, but we recorded that first part right before uh, the news of Elliot Ramos um, actually having a leg infection. So we talked about him and his potential playing this year. So we'll, uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh, that plays out. And um, the news of Evan Longoria and Brandon Belt being out for sure when it comes to opening day also broke. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there, who's going to get time at first and at third. I think we're going to see probably um, – Austin Slater uh, get some time somewhere, whether in the outfield. I know um, he's gotten work out in the outfield. He's he that guy can play all over the field, which is a great um, ability to have when uh, your manager's name is Gabe Kapler and uh, your baseball ops guy is Farhan Zaidi, who are look they are looking for players like Austin Slater with variety, with the ability to play all, all over the field. So that'll be interesting to see. The last thing I want to quickly touch on, and then we'll wrap this up, we'll keep it a pretty short episode today, is uh, with the 60-game season, the question, can the Giants actually win it all? Can the Giants actually win it all? And I'm just going to give you my take on this, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, my answer is yes. I actually genuinely believe that there not there's a... Not a single team, not a single team out there right now who can't win it all this year. This season is so bizarre. 60 games is such a small number. It's ridiculous. The Nationals wouldn't have even made the playoffs last year if it was a 60-game season, if there was, it was the first 60 games of the year, and they went on to win the World Series. Um, so, so much could happen. The Giants could get off to a hot streak like they did in July, go 19-6 and in their first 25 games, and... All of a sudden, you're talking about them winning the NL West. The Dodgers could, you know, one of the top two or three favorites to win the World Series could get off to a terrible start. Or the Yankees and you know, have a horrible first 20, 25 games. And all of a sudden, you might see a postseason without the Dodgers or without the Yankees. Now, most likely, we will see those teams in the playoffs. But I genuine, genuinely believe we will see very good teams miss the playoffs this year due to a bad streak. And I genuinely believe we will see teams that most likely wouldn't have made the playoffs in a 162-game season work their way in. And once you get in the playoffs, as we know as Giants fans, anything can happen. And so I'm not saying they're going to win it all. I'm not casting this prediction that the Giants are going to be World Series champions 2020. Um, but I actually think that every team, every fan of every single team, should come into the season hopeful um, that their team could do something. Now, for me, more importantly, I'm, I'm 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 just really excited to see some of the young guys get in the mix, just to see 
you know, I'm excited to see guys like Kevin Gosman and Drew Smiley, see how they can contribute. I'm excited to see how Johnny Cueto does this year with his um, coming back from his Tommy John. There's a lot of different areas that I'm excited about watching, but just in general, I'm excited that baseball uh, will be back. Let's just hope they can get through an entire season. But hey, who knows? The Giants, I think, yes, just like any team can win it all. Now, um, here's actually going to be um, a team right here that I'm going to present that I think has a really good chance of winning it all, and it's the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's, uh, I think, have a good chance. Our rivals across the bay. Uh, the Giants and A's will be playing off, um, playing head-to-head in an exhibition right before the season starts, so it'll be fun to watch that. And then the Giants will face the A's six times this year. And uh, so during those weeks when they play the A's, we're going to bring in um, some A's fans to uh, kind of mix it up, give us a little A's perspective, and we'll have some debates, Giants versus A's debates um, on here. That'll be fun when the Giants play the A's. So this is going to be a great season. This is going to be interesting season. It will be fun. No fans, but I'm just going to make the best of it, and I would encourage all of you as Giants fans to do the same. Just have fun with it, even if they're bad. Um, it's going to be baseball. Baseball is baseball. If the team's bad, oh, well, we get to watch the prospects. If they're really good, hey, wow, we get to see a fun run. Um, from day one, it's going to feel like September baseball, um, and I'm really, really excited for that. And let's just hope the Giants get off to a hot start. Well, hey, that's all the time we have for this episode of Grab Some Pine Meat. I thank you so much for spending time with uh, us today. Um, You can be on the lookout for more episodes coming throughout this short 60-game season. All right, guys, we will see you next time.